Yeah. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yo. Your mental matters ain't a simple pattern. We need to have a central chatter. Food for thought, grab a platter. My mental ain't for rental. I'm essential, man, it's simple. I'm a ripple in the rip, though. I don't wanna sick my ship, so gotta know your mental. Black life is hard, I don't resent, though. Feelings really real, we should present those. Talk about it, you should know your mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yeah. What up, though? What up, though? I have caught. Malibu Mitchell stuffing them cheeks. <laughs> that can only mean one thing. What's that? You know what that means? What's that? We are back with the <laughs> podcast. Join me. Joining me is my brother from another Jarrell. I am Rich, and we are here to give you another podcast all about manning up properly for the culture, probably redefining what that means, breaking down Black toxic masculinity, and of course, jerks of the chickens. Jerk chicken. Yes, sir. Jarrell, how are you, bro? I'm feeling good right now. I'm, uh, I haven't bought any shoes since the last episode, so you, you, can't, you can't say that I did anything, you know, like that, uh, man, I've just really been up and down because the Warriors, they've been playing with my emotions. They need to close this thing out as soon as possible. That's, that's where I'm really at. You know, here, here's the thing. So by the time you all hear this, there's very, very likely going to be a new NBA champion. There's, there's definitely going to be one. As of this current moment, in time, it is Thursday, June 16th, three days away from our new federal holiday, our new summer holiday that we acknowledge as Black people, Juneteenth. And we have an amazing opportunity in front of us right now. So let me line this up. In a perfect world, Boston wins tonight. They send it to game seven. You get Father's Day. You get Juneteenth edition of Father's Day. And then when it's time to send all your raggedy cousins and them back home, you get to sit down and watch game seven of the NBA Finals on Juneteenth and Father's Day. And we have always had good basketball games when they fallen on Father's Day. Am I wrong? No, you're right. Even the uh, the, the uh, <clears throat> last dance with MJ, 96 finals, he beat uh, the Sonics and six on Father's Day. Yes. Wearing the bread 11s. Yes. <laughs> that was a time to be alive. Yeah. And we have another opportunity. I want y'all to know that Jarrell is completely against this. Completely. He does not care about anything green right now. He does not care. If you even wear the color green, he's gonna come for your head. <laughs> that that's where he's at right now. In fact, he I can't even show him this right now <laughs> because it has green in it. 
he just automatically just makes it blue. And that's where he's at right now with the color green. I'm in a Cast Tech alumni group, and they've been sending pictures of, like, the 2022 uh, graduates. I'm like, I want to see that. They were in green and white. See? It's <laughs> so Golden State that it ain't even funny. In fact, I think that he has turned the notifications off when I text him because I have a slight... <laughs> A slight bias against the Golden State Warriors ending this thing in six, especially. I said since game one, I want a seven-game series and may the best team win. Both of those conditions. Jarrell is just like Golden State in, in three. <laughs> he got to end it in three games. They're going to whoop them so bad in three games that they're going to forfeit the fourth one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that didn't happen. In fact, for the majority of the series, Golden State has been down in the series. This is the first time that Golden State has a game advantage going into the next part of the series. So um, I would be very, very excited to see at the end of my Juneteenth, after the end of Father's Day, to sit down and watch game seven of the NBA finals. But there is a likelihood that when you hear this podcast, that Golden State would have already won and we've celebrated Juneteenth and there was no game seven. So um, we'll see how it goes. That would make me happy. Like, I don't have to do nothing else for the summer. Celebrate the Warriors win, celebrate Juneteenth, my anniversary in August, my wife's birthday in July. It's like, that's the only four things I'm asking. <laughs> now, I want y'all to recognize as we were recording this, he said those things are the most important to him, which they mm-hmm. should be, mm-hmm. except for the fact that my birthday is right after his wife's. Oh my gosh. So, you know, <laughs> see, this is how I know. <laughs> This NBA Finals is taking the toll on Jarrell, and it is okay. You know, I get it. You know, hey, Golden State has been winning finals, losing finals, winning finals, winning finals. You said finals. said y'all had Golden State bias. Y'all got Golden State hate in your heart. That's what that is. No, no. They've been to the finals six times. How many times out of those six have you rooted for them? Or he said, I rooted for them? Never. No, nah, that's a lie. That's a lie. In fact, we know what? I'll take that back. I'll put it to you this way. I did not root for them. However, I did not just hourly root for the Cavaliers either. I didn't. I, I never understood that. Because I'm like, Cavaliers are our rivals. So why are y'all rooting for Cleveland against yeah. Golden State? It never makes sense to me. See, Jarrell is like, you ain't what is you against us. I get it. Um. But for me, like, I always have been in this standpoint since I realized that the Pistons, if they make it to the playoffs, are not going to make it out of the first round. In fact, they have not won an NBA playoff game since June of 2005. That's sad. Let me break that down. For those people that may have come here for our mental health podcast, mm-hmm. and you're talking to two of the biggest advocates on Detroit's first Black mental health podcast, if not first 
Mental Health Podcast out of Detroit. The Pistons have not been in, have not played and won an NBA playoff game since July of 2005. How old were you in July of 2005? I was 14. You know how old I was? You had to be like almost going on 16. I was approaching 16. Okay. I'm about to be 33. That was a good summer. That was a summer of Jeezy. Can't man a snowman shirt. So that was a real long time ago. Jeezy all You know what a better about. summer was? What's that? Oh, the summer of 2004. Right, right. <laughs> because God rest his soul, but the Pistons beat the shit out of Kobe and them. It was mm-hmm. great. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I was like, take that. That was the last time that like, I can remember outwardly rooting against the favorite team in the NBA. I was just like, yeah. Beat them down. Tayshawn, give them that. Cool. <laughs> Bet. Ben, get that out of here. Take that, Shaq. Carl Mahu, retired. Gary <laughs> Payton, old and washed. I was just happy. I was just talking crap about anybody. Mm-hmm. You know? But then 2005, I was like you. I was up and down. I hated Big Shot Bob. Mm-hmm. I still remember the play and I'm going to replay it because we are here to talk about our traumas whenever possible. (laughs) Here we go. And the Spurs will inbound. Ori's going to the inbound man. Passes it to Ginobili. Rashid on the switch. (laughs) Ginobili, back to Ori. 4-3. Bang! <laughs> Robert Ori, 4-3. I'm so sick of it. That was trauma. Mm-hmm. At that point, I realized it was going to be real hard to steal game six and seven. Mm-hmm. We took game six. But we could not, when it came to that third quarter, going into the fourth quarter, Manu put on the show. It and, was, like, I think, like, if we had the format of home away games that we currently have now back then, we would have a better chance of winning. Because back then, remember, they had the two at San Antonio, three at Detroit, two at San Antonio. Now they do, like, the regular first through final rounds or conference final rounds for us, two, two, one, one, one. So if they would have had to come back to Detroit for a game six, I think that they would have been more up for game seven than San Antonio. I can see that. Um, I still, and so this is why I want to break this down to you. Um, This is why I want to break this down to you, brother. I do not think, I do not think that Steve Kerr is on that championship team. I think he was on like either the 99, if not the 03. I think it was a 99 team. I think it was 99, yeah, because he won four in a row. Yes. Um, however, 
I have hated the Spurs ever since then, but I always give them the respect they deserve. The Spurs with Greg Popovich as the head coach is the the blueprint to an NBA franchise slash dynasty. And because I I believe this in my heart, I believe that since Steve Kerr got to be a part of that in some quick fashion, that that is the reason why I do not hate Golden State, but I do not care if they win a championship. Like, I would be happy if they won because of what each of those players on that team represent for the league. Like, Steph, go it. Like, you can't deny that. I love that guy. You know, I do. Like, I will give it up. I am going to record and put this here that I love Stephen Curry. That's my guy. I cannot deny that guy. Clay, man, John B, ladies and gentlemen, with a jump shot. That guy is <laughs> dangerous, especially game six, Clay. We're going into game six tonight. So, yeah, see how that go. Um, Draymond from Michigan, Sag Nasty. What up, though? We see you. Uh, we see you, D. Um, Michigan State. You know, if we had to choose between U of M and Michigan State in this house, it's not that I don't like U of M. Elena hates U of M. <laughs> we root for Michigan State in this house anyway. Um, but big up to Jalen and the Fat Five. Um, big up to Magic, big up to Jay Rich, big up to Draymond. Um, you know, so it's all of Michigan things. So you got the you got the you got the big three, if you will, Golden State. You got Jordan Poole who went to U of M, I believe. Yep. He's been clutch since U of M, just putting people out of tournaments. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like it's it's not that like. I solely hate Golden State, like just because it's Golden State. But that same example of what they are to basketball is the same way I look at the San Antonio Spurs. If they win, it makes sense. If they lose, damn, that means that other team had to be that damn good to beat them. But also, the Pistons ain't there. So I have no skin in the game, and it don't even matter. Always go to that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, (laughs) It's trauma. It is legit (laughs) trauma. We have not had a good playoff team since the Detroit Tigers in 2012 when they went to the World Series. Okay. Before that, 2000, well, no, around that time, Pistons was busting in the playoff. They was doing their thing. It was just that. Miami, Cleveland. Uh, what was it in 08? Like something happened in 08. Celtics. It was the Celtics or the Magic. I think it was the Celtics. Yes, because they went on to win a title. Yeah. Then 09, it was something. I don't think we made it. It was relevant in 09. I don't think we made it. I think we had like Flip Murray a point guard or Stucky a point guard. That was the time we start flipping point guards and Chauncey wins to Denver and we had Will Bynum at one point back in like 2011. Then we was counting on DJ Augustine. See, anyway, you don't get me started on this nonsense. Um, (laughs) Kind of my fault. 
Um, all that to say, made the best team win. I hope both teams do their thing tonight. We great to see Boston get this game and go to Game Seven and go and go and stay in Oakland. I mean, San Francisco. They moved. Sorry, um, Jarrell don't like it. He's shaking his head. No, uh, <laughs> but also more trauma. importantly, I still got trauma from the three-one blown lead in twenty sixteen. So them going back, you got trauma from up, block. I get it. From them, from them going back to for Oakland to the Game Seven, I don't think I could watch that. I think I'll just go to sleep and wake up the next morning and be like, oh, like, that's the result. I don't think I can sit through that. Yeah, you hate LeBron for that reason. I know. Anyway. Uh, but he's, 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 not, he's not the GOAT. No. No. When you say that, though, when people say they are the GOAT, that somebody's the GOAT, the key thing I always challenge people is, is the GOAT of what because let's be real when it's all said and done i do strongly believe that lebron james will be the all-time leading scorer of the nba in nba history i think he'll pass kareem i think because he's gonna play longer yeah, and he, his body is in better shape compared to Kareem back in the 80s, so. Exactly. Yeah. Which also takes me to another point. If y'all get a chance, go watch the Lakers and Celtics' best of enemies. That three-part series on ESPN Plus, I believe. Mm-hmm. You got access. You go watch that. I just realized that with my Verizon plan <laughs> that I have access and I watched it all three and I was just like, wow, this is great. Like you get to see that is part of the reason why if I had to pick between this year's NBA finalists, I would root for Boston to win it because historically it just would be dope. That means the Lakers got to figure out how to beat Boston again. You know, it just adds to the story. But anyway, off of that, I don't want to make Jarrell mad and hang up on me again. (laughs) It is a bittersweet time of year for me. It is June. It is the beginning of summer, which is great. Father's Day is upon us. I am in a better space to talk about Father's Day in 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, the great thing is, it is, again, one of my new favorite holiday grilling weekends known as Juneteenth. And this is the first time I'm cooking for Juneteenth. I'm excited. So, you know, in order to fully appreciate all that is what we call Juneteenth, also known as the 19th of June, going back to June 19th, 1865. Yep. Yes, in Galveston, Texas, um, when they was like, hey, for real though, slavery done. <laughs> you know, slavery big done. We done done with slavery. Like, stop this. You know, they, they delivered the real message. They say, y'all need to stop this now. No mm-hmm. more slaves. Nah, ah, ah. 
and that one right there in the corner. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it is what they officially recognized two years after the Emancipation Proclamation was signed. Um, they said, all right, for real, we're going to stop this foolishness. And then we're going to set people, Black people back another way. So, <laughs> basically, <laughs> I mean, did I get it wrong? No, we're not going to physically chain them. We're going to do something. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, <laughs> set all types of boundaries and yeah, Jim Crow hard and Jim Crow's and put, a, put them in a project liquor stores on every corner, get them the worst education, no public service. Oh, there's a church there, put a liquor store there. Yeah. Um, because you know, churches was our safe haven, that was our safe spaces. All mm-hmm. successful organizations that started that were black from around that time all the way until true, basically now, um, started out in some type of church. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't necessarily just because. You know, they were just, I love Jesus so much. It was more so because literally that's one of the only spots that we can actually congregate that a black person was able to actually own that building. They're able to actually be a part of that establishment. And they probably belong to that church. So that being said and known, um, it is still ghetto on these streets. Yep. You know, they still talking, trying to tell people they still trying to <laughs> tell people that they can't get abortions. You know what I'm saying? They, they still trying to tell, you know, all right, well, you a black person that got X amount of degrees and experience, but now I think you got too much experience in education. We need you to have some digging experience. You know how to dig a hole. You know, they, 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 they trying to, <laughs> they just trying any old, riggedy raggedy way to hold black people back which challenge accepted i think that as a culture we figured it out but with that being said bro what is let's let's start this conversation the right way i don't want to rant i don't want to go crazy you know when you first think of juneteenth what what does juneteenth mean to you it, it takes me back i think i was in the 10th grade when i first read the book jubilee and uh in jubilee it spoke about um, you know the slaves and how you you know how you spoke about in Texas how um, it came to be that jubilee ended up just meaning like freedom. So it takes me back to like learning about Juneteenth when I was like sixteen or seventeen years old at the time. And uh, at that time, of course, it wasn't being celebrated. Like a lot of people didn't even like know about it. That was my first time hearing about it, and, I, and it was like I was like I said I was just sixteen years old, and. Um, to see like where it's at now to where, you know, people are making merch for it. We're not gonna talk about those people who did what they did as far as what they did to make profits off of it. But just to see people in the culture, you know, um, establishing traditions around it, something that's been around for over what, 1865 now, it's like 100 and almost 50 years that we've been, you know, having like Jubilee or having a Juneteenth. Um, and I feel like for us, like I said, like 10 years ago, 14 years ago, we were already celebrating it. So now us being who we are as the adults now, we're creating traditions around it. Like how you said, you know, you're going to start grilling for it. Um, I've been wanting to cook on Juneteenth for a long time, for like the last, I don't say a long time, for the last two years, I've been trying to do something, but it's just always something came up. So, but when I think about it, it's just, 
I just think about how it's becoming kind of like a day of empowerment, a day where we all just, you know, like, yeah, what are we doing for the culture today? Or, you know, we're going to put on our shirt, we're going to play our, our cookout music. But even if we do like the regular traditions for it, it still means more on that day than it would just like on a regular Saturday. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think of it as a day of just empowerment and a day of just thinking about how, how much we have, you know, they always say we shall overcome. Like how much have we come so far, you know, as the culture, as black people in America? Yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought that up because, and again, this is in, this is in no way, shape or form, an attempt to slander all those that made this country what it is today. Because let's be real, we were some of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what did Angela, uh, what did Angela Ross say? We built that joint for free. Yep. Uh, when it came to like those at the White House, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, we literally built this country up for free. Yeah. In fact, all three-fifths of us. If you know, you know. Yep. Um, but it is truly, Juneteenth is truly, and I mean absolutely truly, our 4th of July in June. It's like if you ever, if you ask me to tell, explain, if you ask me to explain what Juneteenth is to somebody that's never heard of it in less than 10 words, I would simply say 4th of July for us. And we would do the exact same thing and partake in the exact same things. There will be sparklers, there would be grilled foods, there will be summer fruits. Yes, there would still be watermelon and not even for the black reason. It's because on 4th of July, if you have any fruit or fruit salad, the majority of the time that fruit is gonna be watermelon. You know, it's just so have it that culturally, red foods and drinks are partaken in and celebrated as a part of the Juneteenth celebration. So it just makes more sense. Um, But with all that being black known and said, um, this will be the first year that I'm going to actually be cooking instead of going to a cookout. And that makes me extremely excited. Like, you know, there's going to be, it's probably just going to be everything that we probably make on the 4th of July, but on Juneteenth. And that's good enough for me. Mm-hmm. So, so, so Jarrell. Yep. What's on the menu at, at the Mitchell's estate? <laughs> yes. Because you have come so far and I've seen you come so far, just like the people, our ancestors, et cetera, have come so far. You have an estate. Your house is busting. Oh boy. You do your own post. <laughs> you got two cars in your garage. We weren't supposed to read one book in 1865. And yeah. you got two cars in your garage. Yeah. So we're gonna celebrate you. We're gonna talk about you. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm trying to get like you with the utmost respect. You got words on your wall. 
So that being said, <laughs> what are you cooking at cookout? What 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 are you cooking? What what's on the menu? What's going on the grill? I, I wish I had the, the uh my, my phone in front of me because I had the menu typed up and I sent it to Gabby. But I put um of course jerk chicken, and then I put um I had a slab of ribs left over from like two months ago in the freezer still. So I'm gonna thaw those out, put some ribs on the grill. So jerk chicken ribs. And then I said I was gonna do, cause two years ago I was supposed to do this, but we ended up having to go to my uncle's funeral on June yeah. So I remember I was gonna do a whole like Jamaican like cuisine and everything, Caribbean cuisine. So this time I'm gonna actually go and buy some red snappers and put like some fish seasoning on them and put them on the grill. <laughs> with the head on and the tail still on and all of that like oh you wow and uh so on the grill it's gonna be jerk chicken ribs a couple of pieces of rest and after i probably do like five six of them um and then as far as side dishes i was thinking cabbage um i was gonna do a little bit of uh plantains to keep with that like red snapper jerk chicken thing and uh I wanted to do either, I've been saying this for like three years, you know, this. I wanted to do jollof rice or either uh, the Caribbean rice and peas. Um, jollof rice, I'll have to go, either way, I'll have to go get the ingredients to do either rice dish. So it's gonna be one of those two rice dishes. Um, so yeah, cabbage, plantains, either rice and peas or jollof rice. And uh, I haven't figured out dessert yet, but I probably, when you get to dessert, I don't think. So, yeah. That sounds delicious. <laughs> I, I don't even plan on actually being there at the house when you're doing all this, but I just know <laughs> it's going to be delicious. I, too, I don't know. I haven't sent out invites for nothing. You know, I think I might just text a few folks and be like, call up the homies, tell them to bring a dish, tell them to bring a thing. Mm -hmm. Just just come through. I know we're going to be celebrating my my father in love this weekend for his birthday. Mm -hmm. We'll also be giving some praises for Father's Day for him. Um, you know, I might ask what he want on the grill, and I'll grill that for him, especially because let's be real here. You know, we got we gotta we gotta give love to fathers on Father's Day. You know, we can't just give him that ugly old tie <laughs> and a jigsaw puzzle and say be thankful. Right. Like, you know. Dads get a bad, a bad selection around Father's Day. Dads get a bad rep. Like, you know what I saw recently when I was looking? You know how, like, companies and everything, they try to push out some of their newer stuff, some of their best things around Mother's Day, Father's Day, Fourth of July, that type of stuff. You know what they had on the Nike, like, for father's thing you know what they had you know what they had like a like a golf hat or a golf polo or something even better okay i'll give you one more guess uh let me think let me think nike 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 uh some sort of uh i don't know i'm gonna say it can't be no it can't be no jordan it had to be like a pair of like no no pennies. okay no jordan oh. would do that himself jordan would be like these are some Father's Day joints that's coming out for Father's Day. Okay. We ain't getting that. Mm -hmm. Unless you want to count the particle gray nines, but I doubt it. 
No, nah, I don't want to count those. I don't know what it could be then. So like like a uh, a fanny pack, like a Nike fanny pack. <laughs> that may have been on there too. These things may have been on there, but this thing in particularly made me log out of the Nike app. Oh, something bad then. Yeah. Like a like a lanyard. Air Monarchs. Oh wow. <laughs> So Nike basically was like, dad, we appreciate you so much, so much. Now go cut that grass. Like that, that pissed me off. I'm not a father. I'm a godfather. I'm an uncle. I'm not a father, you know? So like, there's that. But the best that y'all can do, y'all take that off that menu right now. Take it off the selection. Take it out the catalog for Father's Day. Get rid of it. Destroy it. Move it out of the way. Burn them. Never sell them again. You have to, in order for you to be able to purchase them, you need exclusive access and you must be over the age of like, like, like 50 something. Like there should be no reason that you were advertising Air Monarchs for Father's Day. I get it that a lot of older people end up buying these shoes because they're supposed to be more durable and comfortable for, you know, more well-traveled feet. But come on, Nike. Really? Air Monarchs. I don't want to be rocking. Bro, I'm letting you know right now. We're going we gonna to grow old together. So get that through your skull. I got it. Do not allow my beautiful wife Mm-hmm. You ever, ever get me to wear some Air Monarchs? If I even say that I want a pair, tell me no. Upsize <laughs> whatever Jordan Retro is coming out and get those instead. Do not allow Richard to get Air Monarchs. Let this be the time capsule on mm-hmm. this episode, episode 84. Yes, let this be the time capsule that says Richard is not going to wear Air Monarchs of any sort. I don't care if Jordan make an Air Jordan called Air Monarchs. Do not <laughs> allow me to do it. They better be Air Jordan 11s called Monarchs. <laughs> I will wear a pair of anything over those. Those like the worst. I will wear Vans. I will wear... I'll just give me some. I'll, I'll wear some uh some Birkenstocks over those. Like, and I don't like having my feet out like that. First off, let's not go into Birkenstock slander. I have none, uh-huh. but I'm also a person. I am a black man that does not mind a pedicure, and I'll let these toes hang on out because I have a strong belief that I do not have the uglies of the feats. Mm-hmm. I do not. My feet, I never get ridiculed and laughed at when I go into nail salon to get my pedicures, mm-hmm. mostly with my wife. And there's never really men in those chairs getting manicures and pedicures. It's not mm-hmm. happening. Don't know why. I don't know if that think y'all make y'all feminine. I don't know if y'all think that, you know, you just too much of a man to not get pedicures, manicures, but you are missing a version of self-care that you need in your life. Mm-hmm. And Jarrell, if you feel attacked, then that means we must go. 
No, I don't feel attacked. I was talking about the Birkenstocks. See, I'm a person where it's like anything can happen at any moment. I'll be paranoid a little bit, right? So how am I supposed to run from danger and Birkenstocks? That's that's part of it. And the other part is is that just like I just I just grew up on flip-flops and socks, man. That's just that's just one thing. <laughs> we need to break down the stigma of men holding toes out. There's nothing wrong with having your feet out. I don't, I don't think it is. But I was just saying, for me, I wear a size 13, dog. Like, <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> it's like, it looks like a T-Bow state <laughs> walking in a Birkenstock. Nah. So let me get, let me ask you a question. What's that? I'm, taking, I'm about to mentally take you on a tropical experience. Close your eyes. You are going to your favorite warm place. Mm-hmm. The warm place has sand, it has calm waters, mm-hmm. it has all the Malibu that you can drink. <laughs> yes, because Malibu Mitchell is a mood. Mm-hmm. Do you have flip-flops with socks on or do you have flip-flops with open toes and just toes out? Flip-flops with no socks, flip-flops with toes out. All right, open your eyes. Like See? I said, I had an issue with it. <laughs> See? There's nothing wrong with it. It's a beautiful thing, especially when it's about to be hotter than a witch's titty outside. <laughs> so, like, I don't understand. <laughs> Listen, if it was not for my love of gym shoes mm-hmm. and me wearing certain gym shoes during some parts of the summer, yeah. I need something with some ventilation. You know, like... What if, like, like, what if I'm outside watering my yard? Yes, I'm old. Fight me. Um, mm-hmm. What if I'm outside watering my lawn? Mm-hmm. I can't do that with no socks on. No, my socks gonna get soggy. I'm gonna have soggy socks. I'm gonna right. be soggy socks rich. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to be soggy socks. Start calling you SS rich, soggy socks rich. Nobody mm-hmm. wanna do that. <laughs> you gotta have some open toes out. You gotta, in case you want, in case it's, Cases like 90 degrees, and you want to blast your feet with the water hose. You don't want those, you know, want socks to be an obstacle. You want to just be ready. That's fair. So, fellas, let's stop this nonsense. Wear them open toes, but also get them pedicures. If they look at you funny, it's probably because they have insecurities. Let them deal with that in silence. And then (laughs) come on over to death row. I was going to say, well, it's probably because you've never been before, and they just like, dang, 30 years of build up. Right. Listen, and most of y'all must work in construction and work in plants with uh, steel toe shoes. Yep. I know them feet hurt. You know why them feet hurt? You ain't got them feet massaged. You know what mm-hmm. they do in nail salons when you get pedicures? They massage your feet. Yep. See? Two birds, one stone. You ain't even got to get color <laughs> polish if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. It's problem. Get color polish if you want to. Any time of the year. That's fine. But if you don't rock with the color polish, do like me. Get clear polish. That's fine, too. Have them buff them nails. Whatever mm-hmm. you're going to do. But don't be out here just raggedy feet. Right. And then, when you cuddling with your significant other, no matter who it is, you're going to be out here taking your socks off, and then the night going to be over. You know why the night gonna be over? 
because you ain't want to be a real man and go get that pedicure and your feet look like and smell like uh dragon claws there you go <laughs> cutting the sheets up with your toenails and stuff listen cutting up onions with your toenails because they are that sharp get it together wondering was a dog in your bed ripping up the bottom of your sheets nah it's just you let them dogs out right trash anyway i am always here to break down toxic masculinity by any means um you know i've seen something toxic recently i've seen something real toxic recently you know what i saw i'm not gonna say no names but also i've seen this and this is also an opportunity mm-hmm. this is an opportunity for us as black men to be the advocates for protecting black women by any means this is also a chance for us to get whatever it is that we are trying to get in life right now. Anita Baker recently announced that she's going to be going on a tour and she will be doing a show in the city that loves her ever so much that she, I believe is from city of Detroit. What up though? Um, Them tickets was high sky high. Everybody was sad and complaining. But it's all good. I can't afford them. I didn't buy them. I also did not complain. I, I'm a person that understands that if I cannot buy, I also just shall not cry. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Hey, it just wasn't meant to be for me. I know people are going to be sharing it on their Instagram stories, doing right. all this, recording themselves, singing Anita Baker songs, and yawning as they do it. Because, you know, a good yawn means a good Anita Anita Baker verse. Um, and it does not mean it's boring. If you know, you know. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> I got you. Oh my God. <laughs> we love like, you. <laughs> if it's a good yawn, oh baby, it's in for a good show. So on top of all that, this is where I say, fellas, this is the time for you to really show your significant other that you rock with her, that you there for, that you there for your person in your life, no matter who it is. Beyonce also recently announced in some cryptic fashion that, yes, one of us, that's right. (laughs) Beyonce will be releasing a new album for the people in July of 2022, supposedly dedicated to her writing, making, developing, whatever this masterpiece is going to be all throughout the pandemic starting in 2022. It was also rumors that she was saw with her sweats carrying her laptop. I believe that's what they said. Whenever that typically happens for our black queens such as Beyonce and Rihanna, that means there is musical content being created. Now leave me the fuck alone. Um, so we already know that the women in our lives more than likely is in the beehive. Mm-hmm. They're going to want tickets to whatever this set tour would likely be as soon as this album drops. In fact, it'll probably have the tour dates right inside the freaking album itself, <laughs> just because it's mm-hmm. it's Beyonce. Let's be real. Um, 
This is our time, fellas. And I say that because if you love her, you'll do one of the following things. You will, one, be okay with her wanting to go to that concert with her friends. Mm -hmm. That's fine. It's a beautiful... When we go to sports games with our guys, with our fellas, yep. sometimes with them as well, if they want to really go, if they sports fans or not, it's a great time. It's all fun. You enjoy your time apart. It's a good time. You still come back together. It's all good. <laughs> this is no exception to the rules. However, if you have ever, and I say this, I was a person that could never understand what all the hype was behind going to a Beyonce choreographed event and experience. Mm -hmm. And then I went to the On The Run 2 tour in Detroit at Ford Field. That, my friends. Now, granted, it was featuring Beyonce and Jay-Z. Mm -hmm. However, we know that it was really a Beyonce concert featuring Jay-Z. We know this. Right. It's just the fan base is not going to spend billions of dollars to just simply watch Jay-Z rap. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're going to see Beyonce because she puts on an absolute production and show. She does her thing all the way down to her ankles until they turn into cankles. Mm -hmm. I've seen it. I realized it. I watched Coachella. I remember when it happened. I was passing out sleep. Elena woke up in the midst of when it was about to start. And I know that it was a great black ass time. You know why? Because they made a Netflix documentary of it. Right. So this will probably be a very epic experience. Fellas, if she wants them tickets, let her buy them tickets. If she buy you one too, go and enjoy yourself. There will be beautiful people everywhere. There will be nothing but love given across the whole world. There may be a couple of I hate you songs. Just ride it out. <laughs> um, it will be a great musical experience. Beyonce knows love. She has a husband, for God's sake, that she cherishes, even though Jay-Z did some things. Um, and we don't like that. We just don't like that. Sean, I'm glad you bounced back. Good job. But don't do that shit again. I can't, I can't defend you twice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh this is your time fellas this is your time to show your great lover mm -hmm. this is the time to really allow her to have a great experience if you get to go with her cool if not hey <laughs> go water that grass <laughs> or play them video games playing that playing that guy's that guy thing you know go get brunch go get lunch with the fellas yeah. go get dinner with the fellas yeah. Go watch a baseball game. It's all good. Wherever we at, it may be in the fall. Go to that football game. Go to that basketball game. It is A-OK. -okay. In fact, my favorite of these examples, you know that pair of shoes, you know what's coming out later this year? Yep. Make an agreement. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know that ain't happening. That's for damn sure. What I would do is say is, you know, that you gonna want them jacks, and you know, she gonna want them tour tickets. Right. This is your time to make a deal. 
<laughs> this is your time, fellas. You can make a deal and you can get her tickets to whatever said Beyonce tour event that's going to be going to happen. Mm-hmm. And you can also curate an experience for yourself or if she allows you to go with her, because we know them tickets is going to be higher than Snoop Dogg at any given moment in time. <laughs> this is your time to buy whatever those Jordans that you want to rock to that show and rock them to the show. Mm-hmm. We got to use this as opportunity, fellas. Think above <laughs> the influence. Don't fall into the into the Facebook traps about sneak dissing why everybody's so hype about Beyonce. Don't fall into the trap, fellas. Don't do what Jarrell almost did. I got to stop you now. Make that the last Beyonce post about ticket prices. The beehive is something vicious. I remember almost got taken. I got blocked and unfriended by several people that I was once acquainted with in 2016. Because mm-hmm. I made a comment. I still remember the comment. I remember she was dropping an album. I forget the exact album that it was. I think it was actually Lemonade. Uh I think it was Lemonade. And I remember it dropping at midnight. Said, Beyonce just dropped the album, y'all. She about to break the internet. Uh Shout out to Jay-Z's wife. Uh The Beehive did not like that. They thought <laughs> it was disrespectful that I did not say Beyonce's name twice in one Facebook post. They were like, how dare you demean her and say Jay-Z's wife? And it wasn't necessarily because it was calling her Jay-Z's wife as if they're against the sanctity of marriage. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, this is what it should be. This is all hypothetical. It should not have been. Mm-hmm. It should not have been about that. It was about the fact that some of the lyrical content on Lemonade was based on her chronicled experience of dealing with Mr. Sean Jay-Z Carter mm-hmm. during his bout and rumored infidelity mm-hmm. that came to light as not just accusations. <laughs> When Solange gave that man a two-piece and a biscuit in the elevator. <laughs> when, you know, some some chick named Becky. Mm-hmm. And that's probably just a cold name for who it really was. Mm-hmm. Some chick named Becky. Becky with the good hair. It was not a good time for the for men that were in relationships or wanted to be in relationships. It was not a good time. But in 2017, this all comes full circle. Watch this, bro. In 2017, Sean Jay-Z Carter says, you know what? At 4.44 a.m., I am going to record a song called 4.44. I am going to unleash all the things I wanted to say to my wife after I said it to my wife and share it with the world. And I'm going to make these other really dope songs to let people and educate people. And I'm going to make it into an album that will come out in July of 2017 mm-hmm. called 444. 
He would also do title content because he, the, the, the Carter family were the owners of title at the time. They would develop curated content called footnotes of 444. And one of them would be about black men sharing their things. And in 2018, two black men out of the city of Detroit would take that idea and influence and make it into Detroit's first mental health podcast. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the podcast? You're listening to it. See how that, see how Beyonce is important to us as black men. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all thought I was just rambling just because I was, but I promise. I love the Carter fam. I love the Carters, not just the album. The Carters are important to this podcast, folks. That is why. So Becky with the good hair, this podcast is just because of you. (laughs) (laughs) I in no way, shape, or form intended for that status to be taken as Beyonce slander. I was just saying that, basically, I should have just said, like, I know the people who who wasn't complaining about Anita Baker tickets is now talking about they're going to buy Beyonce tickets. Because basically what I'm saying is Beyonce, like you said, she gives a show. Like, going, like Beyonce is like, like I haven't been, but like you said, I've seen Coachella. I've seen the Netflix special. Like, I had a young cousin, right? My cousin, she's like what, 22 right now. She just graduated college. But when she was four years old, back in like 2004, when Beyonce was on a Dangerously in Love tour, she put out the live at Wembley Stadium DVD. My cousin was four years old watching that at my grandmother's house because she loved Beyonce as a four-year-old. So, like, I know how great Beyonce is. And basically what I was just trying to convey is, like, Anita Baker is going to be out there with a live band, right? And she's going to charge you however much that you said was too much. Beyonce is going to be out here with basically, like, every HBCU band, every, <laughs> everything, everything to Maybe. make her do so late. Like, she's going to be out there with, like, a Hollywood production. And y'all saying y'all going to get tickets. That's That's all I was trying to say, like, Make it make it make sense type of thing. I wasn't trying I'm gonna to make it make sense for you <laughs> and all the black men out there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the best comments is no comments. Mm-hmm. I gotta talk sometimes. I know you do. You are that <laughs> and I'm okay with that because I love you. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick beside you. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna try to make this easy for both of us. Mm-hmm. Do not attribute Beyonce and negative things in the same sentence structure. Don't do it. <laughs> even if it ain't even even if it ain't even directly related. Mm-hmm. Just always acknowledge it as like Beyonce and something positive. Don't put no negative in there because yeah. what's gonna happen yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be twisted and misconstrued and you are going to be sliced and diced by the beehive. And some of those people that you thought were decent people and friends, they're going to and then it's not going to matter because, you know, hey, I'm not going to speak for you, but I think Gabby's the best woman in your life right now. <laughs> and that's more than your sister and your mama. I love them deeply, but let's just call it what it is. Um, Elena is the apple of my that's my that's my dog that's my dog (laughs) um so just knowing that granted when i made the statement we talked about it and she was okay with what i said because we're we're also about to get married Mm -hmm. so the whole idea and sanctity of marriage 
you know, is a thing. We, you know, marriage should be associated with positive connotations. Right. In that certain instance, Jay Z and marriage was not in a positive light. <laughs> in fact, they wanted that man head on a platter and on a skewer. Right. Like they wanted everything to be done with that guy. Mm-hmm. But the other thing you got to realize is they're in that marriage and not y'all. Mm-hmm. They gonna work it out. Well, maybe a deal breaker for the beehive may not be a beehive. May be a deal breaker for the the queen of the beehive. Right. What may be a deal breaker to X person in the streets may not be a deal breaker to Mr. and Mrs. Mitchell or Mm -hmm. Mr. and Mrs. Winfrey. Mm -hmm. That's just what it is. It's okay, though. (laughs) Because y'all ain't got to, hey, I wake up and see that face every single day. Mm -hmm. I deal with the personality behind that face every single day. Good, bad, hey. You ain't got to worry about it. That's mine. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a possessive manner. Mm-hmm. That is my person. I, <clears throat> hey, she may say something absolutely wrong. I throw bows for that woman. Mm-hmm. That's just what we do. And that's the sanctity of marriage. If you into marriage, that's for you. But all that to say, um, fellas, this is actually a time where you can positively benefit off of Beyonce putting tour dates out there and tickets out there. There may be an Ivy Park drop. There's usually something for fellas. I don't typically like Adidas. In fact, I attribute <laughs> I attribute Adidas back to a time where I didn't have it and I couldn't afford it anymore. Um, so I would probably never buy another pair of Adidas in my lifetime. That is subject to change because so is culture. Um, however, let that girl buy them tickets. Let them charge them. It's cool. Yeah. You know, if she's a bad spender, make sure that she only buys the tickets and she don't sell house to get them. Um, <laughs> or don't let her get the, uh, what is it, like the diamond package or the... the you know, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. If she getting the diamond package, that can only mean one thing. One of one of a few things, and we're gonna end the episode on those notes. Mm-hmm. One of those things, I mean, you're probably going with it. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Two, if you do or you don't have kids at that point, you will. Okay, because I'm pretty sure after she comes back from that experience. She's only going to want you. <laughs> and y'all about to have some kids. <laughs> that's what that means. And, you know, hey, that's that's what that means, big dog. Mm-hmm. But then also, this is, we're in, we're about to get into summer. July is around the corner. Mm-hmm. Team is in a few days. Hopefully by this time, you've already had a great Juneteenth holiday. Right. Here's the one I feel like dropping this. Let's call it what it is. Um, but on top of all that, the the tour is more than likely going to be either this fall or in the spring, depending on when it's coming to your city. 
which means that that could also be one, if not the Christmas gift. Mm -hmm. But you know what also tends to happen between now and December? Dope Jordan releases. (laughs) That could be your Christmas gift. That could be your your Swedish Day gift. That could be if you got a birthday coming up. I got a birthday coming. Um, that could be a Christmas gift. That could be. This can equate something for both sides, you know. Hey, like even even if that Beyonce production is not between now and December thirty first, no, that also still does mean that if you allow with open arms her to make that purchase and support that purchase you still could be in nine to 10 months to 12 months having a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you into that type of thing, this could be your junior. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little bit of a tangent today. I understand. However, I'm excited for June team things. Jarrell's excited for June team things. He's excited for the Golden State Warriors. We'll see what they're going to do. Um, shout out to Steph Curry just being the GOAT at everything he does, especially the three-point shooting GOAT. Um, I do hope that if Golden State wins, and we, some people may say when Golden State wins, that he gets his highly coveted finals MVP trophy because that man deserves it, not only for him, but for his family that supports him. Mm-hmm. And for the whole state of California, because let's be real. Who don't love Golden State in California besides people that live in Los Angeles? Yeah. Um, Shoot, even Snoop was at their games a couple years ago. I mean, this is true, because Snoop is L.A. I mean, Snoop is California. Let's just mm-hmm. – Snoop is West Coast. You know what I'm saying? He's also global. But if you go back to a corner somewhere and just go chill out, if you're in California – one of the first five people you think of is Snoop Diggity Dog. Let's call it what it is. Or as he said in that commercial, that Corona commercial, Snoop <laughs> See? Sometimes the best plan is no plan. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> it happens to go seven games. Golden State wins great. Yeah, I know. Sorry, Jarrell. It just may happen. Or it can be over by the time this episode drops. Either way it go, the NBA season will be over by the time this episode drops. Um, it may be over by the time I edit it. But anyway, um, so big ups to Boston Golden State for having outstanding seasons. Um, both teams not looking like they were playoff ready at all. Now they both in the NBA Finals. Jason Tatum, you are one outstanding young man. I ain't going to hold you up, bro. Do your thing. Keep grinding. Um, Jason Brown, I mean, Jalen Jalen Brown, I'm tripping. Dude, you got a future in front of you. <laughs> Marcus Smart. Hey. Hey. Keep grinding, young man. I see you. He barely uh, Yeah. The, the boy get buckets, but more importantly, he will lock you up. I would not want to be a ball carrier around Marcus Smart. I'd be like, damn, damn. Or he'll fall here, in your here, the ball. Here you go. Go he'll ahead. Fall your, he'll fall on your ankles like he did stuff twice this year. 
Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. The only time I ever liked Boston was when they had KG, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Rondo, Kendrick Perkins, James Posey, Eddie Howells. Who else was on that team? Brian Scalabrini, Doc Rivers as the coach. And even then, then I didn't even root for them because they went against Kobe. So I was like, they beat Kobe in 08. I ain't like that. He got a revenge in 2010. But at the same mm-hmm. time, they kept him from, uh, you know, his six rings. So. It's okay. So did the Pistons, I guess. Not a bad company. Right. So if you hate Boston, then you hate the Pistons. and Which nah. also leads to my ultimate theory that you like Golden State more than the Pistons. But anyway. Uh, it's the whole time. <laughs> I, always, I always root for Detroit. I always root for Detroit over everybody. Detroit versus everybody. Yeah, all right. Shout out to Tommy Law. Um, so regardless of who wins this title, I'm excited regardless. I'm not going to be out here chasing uh, championship T-shirts. Unless I place a bet with Jarrell right now and I lose, and then he bought me a Golden State Championship T-shirt, probably not gonna do that though. Um, and uh, better I get you a Steph jersey, we can go matching. I will rock a Steph jersey, but only because he's a goat, and I feel like not only is it gonna be worth something one day, but it's like it's like having a Michael Jordan jersey. Mm-hmm. Can't find one now. Unless you're gonna pay four hundred dollars. And that's a, that's a PlayStation 5 almost, so can't do that. I'm not about to pay a PlayStation 5 to throw a shirt on. Not mm-hmm. doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> I hope all the fathers out there are celebrated and loved the way they should be. Um, if they aren't, it's probably for a good reason. I'm not going to sit here and say don't celebrate dads. It's not going to be my stance. I hope to be a father one day, so I would never wish bad fatherhood upon anyone. But those that are missing a father this Father's Day, I feel you. Me too. This is not a chance for me to project that on you, but you may feel a way right now. Mm-hmm. It's okay to express it. Let it be known. I legit had a moment a couple of days ago. I'm like, man, I missed that old fart. <laughs> and I literally said those words. Um, acknowledge their presence or lack thereof in your life. Or if they just wasn't there for you and you have a father figure in your life somewhere that is worth celebrating this weekend, whether they're here with you on this earth or not, mm-hmm. go do it. Give them a good drive-by. Go pull up on them. Give them an ice-cold Pepsi and some ribs. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that they know that they're loved on Father's Day, on June 19th, yeah. which is Juneteenth. And A, for this and more content, be sure to go to www.mentalmatterspod.com for all things far as our merchandise, updated episodes. I update the website, so it is updated. You may stream us on your favorite streaming platforms, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, things of that nature, and wherever you get your podcasts, except title working on it you can find us on facebook instagram twitter tiktok search for mental matters podcast you'll find us there and jerrell do you have anything for the good people before we get up out this thing oh man um i recently just started like getting back into um a lot into like you know new music like trying to get out of my whole 90s 2000s vibe so uh i'll just encourage everybody to find some 
good music this summer to ride to. Me personally, I started listening back to Detroit artists a lot. So, you know, Babyface Ray, he's been playing a lot. He's from the east side, he's from my side of town. Actually, my neighborhood, the red zone. So, and he made the freshman cover double XL. So that was dope to see and somebody from my neighborhood. Uh, and then he's on tour with GT, who that's an unbelievable story too. I went to kindergarten with GT and we knew each other up until like sixth grade. We went to separate schools. So yeah. It's, it's just cool to see people who you cross paths with like make it to a different level. So that's what I'm listening to right now. Mm. The funny thing is, the funny thing is, as you mentioned, GT, I thought about Big Sean's debut album. Obviously, Big Sean is a cast tech alum. He's well known for his Detroit vernacular known as What Up Though, or most commonly known, What Up Though, My Baby. Um, now, I remember one of the outro songs. He said, way back in high school, getting yeah, CT, back with my nigga's tone. Some, some, and GT. And now I'm wondering, is that the same exact person? It could be. I don't know. But Detroit, we not really worried about the celebrities because we are the celebrities. If you know, you know. Um, As I just mentioned, I grew up with those people, so. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I agree who with was Drake? People. Who was Drake when you went to kindergarten with 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 uh, GT and, and you played basketball with the shoe doc? Like who was who was who was like, <laughs> these people? You know, <laughs> you know, and, and Big Meech is one of your living legends. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> like in Southwest, T is just out here yeah, living yeah. his best life, <laughs> and BMF is one of the best shows on Stars right now. Right, you know, and BMF is about a what? Detroit. Anyway. Um, <laughs> we are the celebrities. But anyway, we still have our collaboration merch with First Creations. Make sure you check it out. Jarrell is nodding in approval right now. I want to share this content because it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> okay. All that information can be found at Linktree slash Mental Matters Podcast. That is linktr.ee forward slash Mental Matters Podcast. So, with that, just know we love you. Hope you have a great weekend, a great holiday, a great other holiday, a great barbecue. Hope you find a good plate, wear mm-hmm. your best shoes, and often nothing else happens. Life is short. Go to therapy and buy, but also wear mm-hmm. some shoes. Today, our shoes. <laughs> we out. Beth. <laughs>